kitchen today. <laughs> so it might be a little echoey again. <laughs> Crystal couldn't find her other cord for the second microphone, so we need to share. We yeah. Need, so we need to be needed to be closer than right. on the couch. And we're not in the new little studio yet because I couldn't find one of the power cords for the monitor. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> that could be fixed. We will have that going by next weekend. I'm excited to record in there. It'll be like all official and stuff. We got a little char in there. Yeah, hanging out, hearing oh, stories see, again. There it goes you know again. what? I bet she misses hearing us record. She'll be happy when we go hang out. I with think her. so. I think so. She's she likes the company, although she doesn't like to show it. <laughs> but she loves us. I know it. <laughs> she Sean played with her last night, so <laughs> she was just like. Looks like she just hated her life. It's like, so good. I'll be back. Stop touching me. Uh, I got a, I made sneeze. Just a heads up. I can feel it. I've been having little allergy issues this morning. So if I sneeze, be prepared. <laughs> Allergies are the worst. I've actually been okay. And it's been hecka windy. Yeah. And I hate it. And also because it's been hecka windy, and it's 4th of July weekend, so I'm really hoping that some stupid idiots don't start a bunch of fires with their fireworks, because fireworks are illegal here, people, but no one cares about that. Everyone shoots them off all the time. Our neighbors do, even like on Wednesday nights, they're just like right behind us, so. Uh Because it's so dry and windy all the time, that's why they're illegal. Fires. People can blow themselves up, but you know. Well, we don't care about that. I, I just mean, don't want to. So I don't want to be surrounded by smoke, right? <laughs> like I don't want my house going burn, like burning down because you wanted to have fun. We have a lot of summer left. I don't want to inhale smoke for the entire summer, like every year, because <sighs> last year was so bad. I had to wear an N95, and at the time. Richard was doing the safety and stuff like that, so we had to check the air and everything, and there were times that they had to be sent home because it was like they could not be outside. I remember that smoke was bad last year. Yeah. I remember. It was terrible. You could smell it coming through the workplace and everything, and I was like, I'm dying. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, so far so good. I haven't been seeing anything too crazy rolling in. No, there was one... um, like over the past, it was in US, Yuba, around there, I think. Um, but I think they got a handle on it, so. And I haven't even seen any smoke from that, so. Although, like you said, it is windy, so hopefully they have, they launch those fireworks. I know. <laughs> it clears out. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always. <laughs> Every year at the fireworks show, they have to wait till like ten or ten thirty because the wind is just. I know ridiculous. it's all scheduled for like nine, and then they're like, "Wait, it's still too windy. Wait, it's I've seen it go it's off at like eleven. Yeah, like yeah. eleven at night is they they waited until they shot them off, and I was like, damn, is it that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Although you guys do it every year, and you guys should know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. Gotta be safe. <laughs> but anyway, did you see that article that I posted earlier on Facebook about the about the sharks? Yeah. Did you read it? I didn't read it, but I saw that so, you posted. Yeah, so it's so funny. I was cracking up. So off the coast of South America, um, a bunch of uh, great white sharks are washing up on the beach, eaten and missing their livers, and a couple of them were missing their hearts. Oh my. And they've narrowed it down to um, a pair of juvenile male killer whales that are just like going all gangster on these sharks and killing them off. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so what's happening is the ones that don't wash up dead, the rest of them are like swimming away because they're scared and they don't want to get eaten. Right. And so, um, so like the, the seals and the penguins are coming back. And, but it's like, <laughs> I thought it was so funny because I think I've heard that before that um, orcas kill sharks and they'll eat the livers. I've, I've heard yeah. that before. 
but like to have this like account of them and then it's just this pair that are doing all this it's like they're rampaging and they're just killing for the thrill damn what do these sharks do to you though like i don't know like we don't like your face get out of our water so poor sharks man that kind of reminds me of those two brother lions um i know they made a movie about it with val kilmer but they were like these two uh like i want to say teenage male lions because uh people thought they were females Mm -hmm. but they were teenagers and they just weren't getting their hair in and they were called like man eaters because they were just killing humans whoa and they weren't even eating them they're just like killing them and just going about their day damn they're, yeah. t- they're taking back. The- they're just fucking <laughs> killing humans. Taking like, it back. Like, right. <laughs> but that's what it reminds me of. And they finally caught them and killed the two lions. But they like there were people like just working and minding their own business, not even messing with. They're not even in the lion area, and these lions would just go out of their way just to kill somebody and then just leave and then go do their thing. And they never ate them. They that's, just wanted to kill him. That's scary. <laughs> it was very scary. But I didn't know about that until Richard showed me, and then he's all like, you want to watch the movie? And I was like, no, because I hate Val Kilmer so much. If you don't know, I hate, hate Val Kilmer. I know, why? Because he's a prick. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a straight up douchebag, and nobody holds him accountable for it. And I'm like, I don't you I don't like your face and I think you're just so condescending even though you're not that cool like that's the thing is like he holds himself on this tall pedestal where he's like I'm the best everybody loves me and I'm like no because you're stupid and I don't like you <laughs> and Shelly Duvall I don't like her either Crystal well what's, what's wrong with her uh, she can't act <laughs> what's wrong with her <laughs> can't act uh, her face? <laughs> You're mean today. <laughs> it's funny, I was watching Family Guy, and Richard knows that I hate Shelly Duvall, too. And there's, like, an episode where he's at a party, a house party, and he's all like, that was, like, that one time when Shelly Duvall came up to me and said hi. And she comes up, she goes, oh, I'm Shelly Duvall. And he goes, who the hell cares? And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> And then, and then Lois is like, well, you need to let that go. And he goes, no. He's like, she just came right up to me. And I'm like, so I made a joke with Richard. I'm like, that's me. If Shelly Duvall ever came up to me, she's like, I'm Shelly Duvall. I'd be like, who the hell cares? Like, I don't. And Val Kimmer. I'll be like, who the hell cares? I heard he's not very nice in person. I heard he's pretty mean. I guess he's like sick and mm-hmm. I can't even talk anymore there was that documentary I wanted to watch it because I, I want to know what happened to him I haven't looked I you could google it I'm sure but I haven't so but that was the only thing because we did see the new Top Gun movie mm-hmm. and I learned that's the only thing that was edited in the movie which is actually really cool like all the flying scenes are them actually flying like not them flying the plane but they're in a plane being flown Mm -hmm. so they're filming everything like that I was like that is so freaking cool Mm -hmm. that they pulled that off they filmed at the airbase here did you know that no yeah in uh Fernley Fallon wherever the airbase is out here Mm -hmm. that's where they filmed it oh that is so cool yeah what (laughs) and then but the his voice is they had to um what did they do? I think they took some audio from previous Top Guns, and then they kind of made it sound a little robotic, but you could still hear kind of his voice, just like it kind of sounds raspy is what they were trying to go for. Like, he can't talk at all. He has to use, like, a robot voice, Stephen Hawking kind of setup hmm. to talk. So they had to do it in a way where he's just mouthing it, and hmm. it sounds like his voice is really raspy, that's interesting. So that's the only thing they edited out of that whole movie was his voice. See, I didn't know he was... I've never seen Top Gun. I don't like Tom Cruise. That's fair, though. I think a, a lot of people don't like Tom I Cruise. I can agree with that. 
But I think the Scientology is keeping him so. looking good. I'm not gonna lie. So I've, I've, well, it's never really piqued my interest anyway. So I've never seen Top Gun. I'm probably not gonna see this new one. So I didn't even know Val Kilmer was in that. Yeah, and it was pretty interesting. They only gave him like four lines or something like, okay, or not so even like, that crazy. It's like a cameo, basically. Pretty much, he's just there, and he says like a couple of things that they were that they pull from another one, and that's it. But. Yeah, he ain't looking so good. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. So interesting fact. Yeah. Do you have anything else for today? No, my my whales killing the shark article was my <laughs> was my contribution for today. <laughs> shark killer. Because I just saw it this morning. I was like, oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> back to fa back to Family Guy. Damn, nature, you scary. <laughs> <laughs> this Family Guy's my shit. I love Family Guy. That's my sleeping show. That's my bored show. That's my want to laugh show. It's like my go-to show. Mm -hmm. I've seen every single episode. I love it. <laughs> I still need to show my cousin the newest one where Brian finds out he's 1% cat. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> he goes around <laughs> acting like a cat. It's so funny. There's like a scene where in the kitchen, and I can't remember, I think it was like Peter slams the cupboard or something, and he freaks out like a cat would go, and he like <laughs> jumps off like the table. <laughs> and he like does that sliding cat thing when he's trying to go too fast and everything. Oh, man. And then where Lois, like he's, he's she's petting him and stuff. And she's like, all right, I'm going to pet you for a little bit. And she's like, and don't claw me when you get fed up with it. Like, don't act like you like it. And then all of a sudden not like it. And then bite me. And then <laughs> so she's petting him. And then he, like, bites her arm and then runs away. And she goes, oh, I love you so much. I'm going to buy you a new toy. And you're like, that's exactly how cat owners are. That's my cat. <laughs> she's like, don't get me started she, and pretend like you like it. She tolerates it until she doesn't. Well, to be fair, I... I I bug her. I pick on her because I want her to like me and she doesn't. <laughs> so it's my own fault. She's never bit or scratched me. She's just That's good. She just growls. Okay. <laughs> and you just look at her and you're like, I love you so much. <laughs> you're my world. <laughs> so, yeah, I need to tell her that one. Yeah. We are doing Elisa Lamb. I'm excited. I went so far down a rabbit hole for this one. I, I did so good. I'm so proud of this one. Yeah, because I, I see if I can read it right because, like, you know how it is because uh -huh. our brains are weird. Yeah. <laughs> when we read stuff, yeah. we trip up. Even all though I sat there and I went through and I made it all pretty and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I should know, but I know. Yeah. I'm, ex I'm excited to hear about it because I do know the case, but the only thing I know from it is from that documentary we talked about last time about the Cecil Hotel because I did the Cecil Hotel. So Crystal's like, I'll do Alyssa Lamb. And then we were right. like, perfect. And then so I was like, then I'll do H.H. Holmes. And then we have a third one, but I'm going to I'm gonna keep that one a secret. Dun, dun, dun. I don't even know. She told me not to look it up. It'll be a... So we have a couple kind of gnarly ones because H.H. H. Holmes is like the devil. And then Alyssa right. Lamb is just so bizarre and sad. We're going to end off with another true crime, but it's like a fun true crime, if true crime can be fun. <laughs> because nobody dies. Nobody gets hurt. It's not victimless, but nobody gets hurt. So that's why it's fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I know the name, but I told Christine I promised I would not look up this case. So I'm excited. It's been really hard. Yeah. And she told me. I was like, well, if I just Google it, she's not going to know. And I was like, but I don't want to do that because she could probably surprise me with things. So I'm like, I want to be surprised. Yes, that's why I had to ask you if you do about it because I know your reactions are going to be like, ah. <laughs> I love cases like that. I'm excited. Okay, yeah, so you're in for a good couple weeks. This one is a doozy for sure. Can't say it's going to be as gnarly as H.H. H. Holmes. Yeah. But this okay. one is a doozy, and this one is 
quite the case. So Elisa Lamb was born April 30th, 1991. Uh, she was the daughter of Chinese immigrants who had immigrated from Hong Kong. At the time, she was a university student, and she attended the University of British Columbia. And in 2010, she started a blog where she began posting pictures of like fashion models and, and some personal things that were just happening during the day and also some about her mental illness. In January of 2012, she had mentioned that she relapsed with her mental health during the school year, which forced her to drop several classes. In one of her posts, she stated that this incident left her kind of feeling lost and directionless and everything. And she titled the post, you're always haunted by the idea you're wasting your life, which she used as an epigraph, which I had to Google because I had no idea what the hell it was. And I guess it's just like a little signature at the bottom of stuff. Oh, so yeah. So like whenever she posted, it would be like a little... Like how people put quotes at the end of their emails. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. That's what it was. Um, and I guess it could be the top, bottom, whatever. It was just kind just of her thing. Like a signature kind of. Yeah. For all of her posts that she ended up making. And after blogging for a couple years, she decided to abandon this blog to start another one on Tumblr called Novelle Nouveau. And this blog consisted of the same stuff, you know, fashion, inspirational quotes, and a few things about her personal life. Uh, let's see. She was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and depression and was prescribed medications for her mental health issues. She never had a history of suicidal ideations, and but she did go missing at one point for like a brief 30-day period. Like she just up and left. Oh, really? Just disappeared. Okay, I didn't know that. And I think this is one of her relapses. Uh, she also had a history of skipping her medication from time to time, and then during these relapses would suffer hallucinations that would cause her to hide under her bed and she was hospitalized for at least one of these episodes. Ugh, that's scary. Yeah. And um, so I also, like, did a little thing about, like, bipolar disorder. So bipolar disorder, uh, previously known as manic depression, is a mood disorder characterized by periods of depression and periods of abnormally elevated happiness that last from days to weeks. If the elevated mood is severe enough, uh, it can be associated with psychosis, and that would be called mania. If it's less severe, it's called hypomania. During a manic episode, an individual behaves or feels abnormally energetic, happy, or irritable, and they often make impulsive decisions with little regard to consequences. Mm -hmm. uh, symptoms include so there's two. So there's a depressive phase, and then there's a manic phase. Yeah. So the depressive phase is feeling sad, hopeless, irritable, lacking energy, uh, feeling guilt and despair, self-doubt, loss of interest in everyday activities, and suicidal thoughts. The manic phase is feeling happy, elated, overjoyed. You talk very quickly. You're full of energy, impulsive decisions, uh, feeling great, and having important plans. And both of them do include hallucinations, delusions, disturbed or illogical thinking. Ooh. Yeah. And I've hallucinated before. That shit's scary. <laughs> I will never do that again. That'll be a fun story. I don't know if I ever told it on the podcast when I had I, the steroid psychosis. I don't think you did. That's a fun one for later. <laughs> it's fun now. It wasn't fun when it happened. No. I remember when you told me about it. I was scared for you. I was like, no. <laughs> uh, so she traveled to California on the Amtrak in January of 2013, where she visited the San Diego Zoo. And while she was there, she was just posting photos on her blog. On January 26th, she arrived to L.A. and checked into the CISO Hotel. At first, she booked a room on the fifth floor with some roommates but they soon started to complain about her odd behavior to the staff, and she was moved to her own room two days later. 
According to the manager at the time of Lamb's disappearance, Amy Price, uh, she stated that Lamb was leaving notes for her roommates that said things like, go home or go away, and she would lock the door to the room and re- like would require them to provide a password for entry. Whoa. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, yeah, we don't want this chick with us anymore. Maybe no, I'd be like, she needs to go. <laughs> and then also a few days before her disappearance, she attended a live taping of Conan, but oh. was escorted off the property due to disruptive behavior. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. See, I wonder if that... Oh, I want to jump ahead. Anyway, continue. <laughs> continue. Lamb was in contact with her parents up until the day she disappeared. On January 31st, she was set to check out of her hotel, but never did. And when her parents didn't hear from her that day, they called the authorities and then also flew up to L.A. to help find her. On February 13th, with no sign of Lamb, the LAPD released the video of her last known sighting. The video was taken by the hotel's elevator camera on January 31st, and... It's about two and a half minutes long, and if you haven't seen it, you should definitely do it. It's you can just find it on YouTube, right? Yeah. Like the and a bunch of like video bloggers at like it overtook the internet when this happened, so you'll find stuff about it. And it's creepy. I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty <laughs> creepy video, um, just because of the way she moves around. But she's seen alone in the elevator and starts to press every button, like every floor button while peeking outside the elevator and at one point she like jumps out of the elevator like she's trying to scare something or someone and just kind of strolls around in front of the elevator she makes weird hand gestures and waves her hands in front of her almost like she's feeling for something yeah it's a it's a spooky video like once you once you know what happened to her and once you see it it's like she's either hallucinating or is on something because she she's she's freaking out yeah poor girl and then i told you this yesterday um at one point she re-enters the elevator again presses the button multiple times leaves again um and then makes a few more hand gestures before she leaves for good but when she re-enters i was even telling christina was that at one point she like puts her hands on her head like she's just freaking out Mm -hmm. like if you're freaking out you're just like oh my gosh like what's going on Mm -hmm. and so I like she wanted it to stop like she's like I can't take it anymore and she knows weird things are going on but she can't get out of it and then still proceeds to keep doing weird stuff so I don't know she could have been hallucinating but yeah it's it's worth the watch um while investigators were still searching for lamb uh as mentioned in last week's podcast, if you were listening, uh, guests at the hotel started complaining about the water pressure, color, smell, and the taste ugh. of the water. I, like, I, ugh, I can't get yeah, ugh, I can't get over this part. I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> so, early morning on February 19th, uh, Santiago Lopez, the hotel maintenance worker found Lamb's body in one of the 1,000-gallon tanks located on the roof, which provided the water to the hotel rooms, kitchen, and coffee shop. Through the small hatch, he could see Lamb floating face up in the water. I still, like you said, it's the fact that that's how they knew something was wrong. I can't. I I think I talked about it um, on the podcast last week. I don't remember. But in the documentary, they interview this couple that were guests at the time that were one of the ones to complain about the flavor of the water. Like, I... insane. If... Because of... I think I would puke if I found out. I would just puke. I I would. I'd never drink tap water ever again. (laughs) Even after that, like, that would send me like into some kind of like you'd have to, I, I would need definitely therapy because yeah. not like, only would uh, I feel like terrible it'd be like one she's dead two does that make me a cannibal because I'm like consuming <laughs> this kind of stuff and it was a dead body like oh no I wouldn't be right after that an autopsy was performed and there was no evidence of trauma sexual assault or suicide 
and the toxicology reports consist of her medication and ibuprofen. Uh, they did find zero or point zero two percent alcohol levels in her system, but that was it. Yeah, that's, that's not like, enough to make you go crazy. No, that's, that's like, like a drink. Yeah, one drink. Uh, the investigators noted that the concentration of the medication that they found was low, which indicated that she was either under using the medication or had stopped the medication completely. Um, investigators now needed to figure out how she died. So the doors leading to the roof are locked with a passcode and a set of keys that only the staff has. The door is also rigged with an alarm that's set to go off if it's forced and no alarm was ever set off. Mm -hmm. So that right there just kind of makes it feel like there's no way she would have used the roof to, or the access to the roof, I yeah. should say, like the door. However, there is fire escapes that do allow access to the roof, which she could have used to bypass other security measures. Uh, there was a video posted that shows that the fire escape leads to the roof and two of the tanks at the time of the video, oh no, hold on. Oopsie, sorry about that. Small, <laughs> small interruption. Someone was inconsiderate and called during our recording session. Someone was on lunch and wanted to say hi to his wife. Rude. Of course, I didn't text him either. <laughs> I should have told him we were recording. Um, okay, so I left off on... So somebody had recorded um, a video showing that the fire escapes do lead up to the roof. Mm -hmm. And at the time that it was taken, there were two of the tank's uh, lids were open. Okay. So it kind of leads to the idea that maybe she didn't have to lift it open, that, that it they was were just like... left open by accident. Because so, when they did it, they found two of them were open. Okay. So plausible, I guess. Yeah. Uh, the next question was how she could have gotten into the tank by herself since there are four by eight feet and workers have to use ladders to get into them. Yeah. So if there was no ladder uh -huh. uh, on the roof, I don't know. It didn't say if there was a ladder propped up, how the hell is she going to get in there? Right. Like, she can't just jump up there. It's right. too high. Um, plus, the hatch is very heavy and requires some strength to lift them. So either it had to have been open, or she was very, very determined by herself, without any assistance from anybody, to get in. To get in. But at that point, like we talked about yesterday, when you just like hurl yourself off the roof, like like if you were trying to commit suicide, yeah. So that's the idea that I don't know that it might have just been open. Santiago stated that oh, so I did lie. Santiago, or Santiago had stated that the lid was open when he found Lamb, so it wasn't closed. Okay, I thought it was closed. Okay, so it was open. It was open. It was open. Okay. Implying that she may have lifted it herself. Someone opened it and left and And she wasn't, yeah. if she was her, she's not able to close it once she gets in. Right, okay. Uh, what's even weirder is the scent dogs were able to trail her to a window leading to a fire escape, but found no scent on the fire escape itself or on the roof. Yeah, that's weird. And keep in mind, people, that she's in the tank at the time the scent dogs are up there on the roof. Right. The first it, time. Right. Had it rained or anything between the time she went missing and I the time they found her? Know. I don't know if it would it wouldn't necessarily wash away scent, would it? I because those dogs are know. those dogs Actually, are good. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. That's a good question. I may look into that. <laughs> it was just a question that popped into my head. I was like, hmm. Yeah, so it's just Everything leading up to this point is just not making any sense. No. And so she was found naked in the tank. Were any of her clothes in the tank? Um, I think a red shirt was. I because, think she was wearing a red shirt. Because also, some of her clothing was found in the basement, yes. right? Yes. Which is weird itself. Yeah. Like, why would it be down in the basement? Like, none of it's adding up. Yeah. Uh, and then, it gets weirder... <laughs> The autopsy report was questioned based on incomplete information. So 
So a rape kit and a fingernail kit were used, but it was never recorded. So it's kind of either leaning to where they just forgot to record what they found and or they purposely like completely just didn't even process what they found so they did it and either didn't process it or didn't write down the results of what that was is, in the rape kit like rape kit that is so frustrating paul holes would have had their asses <laughs> you <laughs> always play around you always process the evidence <laughs> always so it could be one or the other it was also said that blood was found around and in her anal cavity and that it was prolapse, which said, which some have said is a sign of sexual assault. Oh. But one pathologist said that this could just be caused by the bloating of her body and can happen in death. Okay. So not doesn't have to be sexual assault. Mm-hmm. That you could just die and your body just does its thing, I guess. Yeah, because your body does... Very weird things. Especially if it's bloating with all that gas and stuff, Mm -hmm. probably just pushes things out. Doesn't mean to. And being in the water, too, can do weird stuff to the body. It's probably... Right. Um, The coroner stood by their conclusion and ruled her death an accidental death. After her death, her Tumblr continued to update posts for a brief period. Her phone was not found in the room or found with her when she was found. And I couldn't find whether they ever found it at all. That's weird. Yeah. But I wonder if... back This was 2013? Yes. I wonder if you were able... Maybe back... I wonder if you were able to, like... Like, like make a post and say, Oh, I wanted to post this day or something like that. Which Tumblrs did say that they have that option. Uh-huh. But because they weren't able to, like, get into her Tumblr... And check a queue to see if it was set up like that. They kind of really have no idea whether it was taken and somebody was able to hack it and post these things or if it was set on a queue. Were they weird posts or were they stuff that she would post? I think it was just stuff that she posts. I think it was just weird that it was happening after she was found. Right. In 2013, shortly after her death, her parents did file a wrongful death suit claiming that the hotel failed to inspect and seek out hazards in the hotel that presented an unreasonable risk of danger to Lamb or other hotel guests. The hotel argued, though, that they weren't reasonable or responsible as they could not have predicted that this would happen, and since they do have security measures in place... Mm-hmm. And she just happened to bypass it. At that point, it's kind of like, well, that's just her own choice. Because it wasn't like she got hurt trying to get through our security measures. So the case was uh, dropped in 2015. And then I think they also said that because it's also unknown how she even got to the tanks. Right. They're like, we don't even know how she even got to it. Like, it's assumed she did it herself, but how? Exactly. And if someone, there's no evidence of someone else being there to put her in it. Yeah. I don't know. I can kind of agree with the accidental death and that she might have just been a bipolar. <sighs> to me, that's sounds... nothing adds up I to know, that point. Nothing adds up. But here's what I'm thinking. I've, since I heard about it, I agree with the, with like the, she's having some kind of psychosis and it, she, accidentally died so here so the weird behavior with the roommates right so maybe she was already off of her medication at this point right or not taking it the way she should have been at that point and this was a few days before she went missing uh about like three or four days yeah four yeah so i don't know how the drugs work so she'd uh, she'd already if if that were the case, she was probably already off it for at least a few days. Right. By that point. And then a week later, she goes and does... She's having all this, this thing. crazy thing. And then that's weird because if her her clothes are strewn about the entire hotel. So she's just like... And they can't find anything else. Like walking around naked and puts herself in the water tank. Like... Yeah. Without a ladder... I mean, well, she had to have had a ladder at some... So, somewhere on that roof, there was a ladder. 
whether it was still up or anything like that, I don't know. Yeah, um, it could have been taken down after, maybe. It could have been. But at the same time, who the fuck took the ladder down? Right. Because you see the latches open, so if and you And a took, ladder propped up, you would have looked the first time. If you took the ladder, why would you not go up and close the hatch? Yeah. And she would have been found two days later, probably. That's if, so bizarre. But then it's like, I don't know if there's a lot that leads up to murder, but I can see that it's murder, maybe, or like... You know, I can kind of see the suicide idea, but it's like that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's to a lot of work. Suicide. That's a lot of work for a suicide. Like jump off the building, and it's not like drowning's quick. So no, like you're purposely putting yourself. Or like I pain. said, if you're fill up the bathtub, like I don't. If you want to drown, I don't. If you're in that state of mind where you have that idea that that's what you're gonna do, a lot of things can happen. I'm sure, but doesn't seem plausible no and like i said you're not gonna try to find something that requires a lot of work if you're gonna do it right if you want it done you're gonna do it yeah you you're want not it you're not done it over with jump through all these hoops to yeah it's so weird it's so weird but i do have theories so um the first one is suicide and some say that she purposely drowned herself but this was debunked by the coroners and detectives saying that there were just no signs of suicide before her death. And she never had, like, suicidal ideations from what people have said about her. Okay, because she's never thought about it before, then it's not plausible that she would have done it. Yeah. Because there's, there usually are signs. Yeah. So, okay. I can, yeah, I agree. Uh, second is substance abuse. So some say that she was misusing drugs and those caused her to hallucinate and go where she wasn't supposed to. But there was a toxicology report yeah, and, that and it was done. It wasn't found in her talk screen. The documentary talked about that because if you remember, the Cecil Hotel is smack dab in the middle of Skid Row which is just all these homeless people right. and there's prostitution there's drugs so if she wanted drugs she's it don't have to go far she's a perfect place to get it right however if it wasn't in her system then yeah and all they found was like her medication and enough alcohol in her system that suggests she maybe sat down at the bar and had one drink right so i mean if that makes you hallucinate i don't know that's weird <laughs> so unless it reacted with her medication that could be because she didn't it doesn't know like but even if that li- it's still such a small amount that I don't know if that would be possible, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of drugs that react weird with alcohol, so right. that's why they put warnings on anything you have to take. Do not drink alcohol while... <laughs> you can intensify your medication. Right. Uh, the next one is murder. 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 Some believe that she was murdered. So in the video... You see her at one point, she sticks her head out of the elevator and looks from left to right multiple times while frantically pressing all the buttons to get the elevator doors to close. Like she's trying to get away from somebody. Like she's trying to run from somebody. And she also hides in the right corner... Yeah, the remember buttons that. Are, she hides. Yeah, she like makes herself like super small against yes. the wall, and then so like she peeks out, like, "Oh my god, are they coming?" Like, exactly. Yeah. So it might be suggested that maybe somebody was trying to follow her. Um, and one camera did capture Lamb entering the hotel with two men, who gave her what looked like a small box. And then both men were never captured on any other cameras again. That's like weaving or anything like that. I don't remember that. I don't know if they included that. Maybe. I don't oh. know. I can't. It's been a while since I've that seen it. That is weird. But then, but they they didn't exit either. No. Mm-hmm. And it says some of her belongings were found in the basement, which added more fuel to the fire. But again, detectives said that they did not suspect foul play, basically saying there is no way uh, someone could have done this without leaving any DNA evidence of any sort. Right, because I'm sure they tested, 
Hopefully they tested the clothing. And that's the thing too, but they did do a rape kit. And, and it was they never did processed. do a fingernail kit. So who knows if there was DNA left in the fingernails if she tried to fight back. Right. The poor girl. It is a freaking shit show. Is it not? <laughs> it's so sad. And it's like, I was okay with the theory, but then I go back and I read these again. And I'm like, now I'm pissed off again because I'm like, nothing, nothing, but all of these could be right. Yeah, nothing, nothing points to anything. Exactly. So it's like driving me nuts. And then this one was kind of interesting. The dark water connection. Hmm? So there's a movie. Uh, it's called Dark Water. It's like a 2005 horror film. Okay. And this theory suggests that someone murdered her copycat style. So Dark Water, um, the plot of that one is these residents move into an apartment complex named Dahlia for Black Dahlia and Cecilia for Cesar Hotel. So hmm. that's the name of the residents. Oh. It just kind of put Black like Dahlia weird. and sees the hotel in there, and I thought that was kind of interesting when you think about it. Yeah. Um, so Dahlia and Cecilia complain of dark, foul-smelling water, which leads to the discovery of a girl's body in the tank, or the water tank, on top of the roof. Oh, creepy. Now, I was like, oh, that's kind of seems a little far-fetched, but then you kind of think about it. There is hundreds of copycat cases yeah and then the more you think about it you're like oh my goodness it could be a copycat murder it could be like the girl from the gone girl thingy did it where she oh, like yeah. faked her own kidnapping and everything that like one? the movie oh my god i just listened to that case on something recently and the whole time i was like rolling my eyes again i'm like really <laughs> No, she went really far-fetched and just saying, I don't want to be married anymore and call it a day. And then, um, oh, there was another one, too. That girl that, like, convinced her boyfriend to kill himself and stuff. Oh, yeah. I can't remember her name, but she did a lot of copycat stuff because she was, like, trying to be, like, Glee or trying to be like this. She did yeah. a lot of copycat stuff. So it's not far-fetched that yeah. just maybe a number one fan wanted If to it do... was a Moira... But then there's still no evidence of murder. There's still no evidence. So what the heck? This one's kind of a little crazy. Uh, tuberculosis test subject. What? Yeah. <laughs> so this is the more, like, far-fetched theory of all of them, but I figured I'd include it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I put here, I was like, this case is already a doozy, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not throw it out there? Why not? <laughs> So there was a tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Row in 2013, and theorists suggest that she was a guinea pig for a test called the Lamb Elisa. Da da da! Oh my God! <laughs> what is that? What is that test? It's a Please test to me. see. Uh, it's a tuberculosis oh, test. Oh, okay. But it just happens to be named Lamb Elisa. Oh my God! Da da da! What if? That's really far-fetched, guys. People have so much time on their hands. And when you look it up, it's not even like this crazy test. It's like a just a regular, almost like swab test. Like that's how you like test for, for Yeah. And it just happens to have that name. So it's not anything weird. And I don't know how you can like make somebody go crazy by swabbing their nose or some shit like that. Like Unless something <laughs> was on the swab. Yeah, or they yeah, did weird stuff and pumped her full of tuberculosis. Uh, the other one, let's see, we have ghosts. So, like, we did mention that CISO Hotel is kind of spooky. Yeah, it's spooky and cursed, they say. So, because of all these deaths that have happened there, it's a curse. So. Yeah. So, it's theorized that maybe she was tormented by the ghosts of the hotel. Like, and some of the others were tormented by the... And they just drove her mad. And they drove her mad, and that's what happened. So, maybe. She, yeah. <laughs> she could have been running from a ghost and not a real person. It's just not the weirdest death that's happened there. I mean, there's still weird ones where people are like, I don't know. I just can't explain it, but it yeah. happened at Cecil. So... I still can't get over that one where the lady jumped out the window and landed on the dude, and they both died. I know. 
That one is awful. Like you're just walking down the street. <gasps> having a great day. Having a great day. And you get splatted by some chick falling out of the sky. <laughs> like directly on top of you. She hit him square on the head. That's so, that is so freaking weird. That's one of those weird ass ways to die. <laughs> and then let's see. I have, oh, this one's my favorite, which I've done before too. So this one, I'm, I'm pretty sure didn't happen. Yeah, like I told you before, but I, I just I know, love yeah, I know, the idea that this. I know which one you're talking it. about. <laughs> the elevator game. So if you don't know, we did do spooky games, and I did do the elevator game. When Is we that did our that very one. first episode? That, I think that was our second episode. Oh yeah, that was our second episode because we did bad diets, right? Which we got our one year coming up. I know we August. do. We're gonna have to plan some things, y'all. We can maybe do it live. Stay tuned. Dee, dee, dee. That'd be so fun. Yes. And a fun, crazy case. Oh. We got some. We got some planning to do when we're done. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I did also mention with the elevator game that this was kind of the same idea. Um, I won't go into like the rules because it's it's kind of ridiculous but um if, if you, you want to know listen to know, the scary games episode which should be two two or three two two number two i think it's two so i explained the whole game and everything like that but this is just more like comparing the video and stuff like that with the yeah. elevator game uh so some theorists say that she was playing the popular korean elevator game and entered another dimension so the idea of the game is that you use the elevator. Um, it has to be from a building that has 10 or more stories. And you use the elevator to enter another dimension. Uh, if you play it right, then you travel to the alternate dimension uh, by pressing the elevator buttons in a specific sequence. And along the way, there's a chance you encounter a woman and stuff like that. So it's said that when she's kind of hiding and peeking around, she's like making sure that that woman isn't around because in the game, if you look at her, then you have like spooky consequences and your whole life is messed up or she'll mm -hmm. kill you or um, just depends on her mood, I guess. Mm -hmm. So when she's doing all those weird stuff and kind of looking, it's like, oh, maybe she's looking for said woman and so she doesn't encounter her and stuff like that. And then with her pressing all the buttons, uh -huh. because like I said, it has to be in a certain sequence and you have to like jump from floor to floor to floor and do all this stuff. So it says that maybe she was in the alternate universe and does all that weird stuff, making sure things maybe if they're real or not, mm -hmm. like in front of her and maybe she forgot the sequence, which is why she just starts pressing like all the buttons, trying like to get everything desperation, to close. Like, get yeah. me out of this place. Because you can't go back to the real world if you don't do it right. Mm -hmm. And then finally, because when the doors just don't close, mm -hmm. because she's now stuck in that alternate dimension, that that's when she leaves and then dies because she failed the game. Mm. So, that, yeah. That one's spoopy. I know. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, that one's my favorite, though, because when you watch it, you're like, it just might have been that one, but I highly doubt it, um, but yeah, and, uh, don't, don't try it, like no. we said in the second episode. Yeah, we tell you a million times not to do any of those games, so, if you do, it's on you. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, I mean, I don't know, I can't say that. It would happen, but I also am not going to go out of my way to try, so I'm just going to pretend that all ghost games lead to very bad things. Right. You just have to... Just don't do any ghost games. Right. You, you never know. No. Weird things happen. So, don't do it. But this one was just, like, my favorite mm -hmm. out of all of them. Tuberculosis, doubt it. Maybe ghosts. I don't know. I just don't freaking know. And know. that's what drives me nuts about this case. That's what drives everyone nuts. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And I just, ugh, that poor girl. Like, what, what she was going through. I know. If she, so if she was murdered, obviously that is 
horrific and terrifying and then that's your fate and it's awful. But if she was in some state of psychosis, that is like the worst I can't imagine. Right. And and then you just end up how she did. That's so sad. I will agree that maybe she was hallucinating mm-hmm. to some degree. I think so. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say somebody was following her because when you're hallucinating, you can imagine things yeah. that are following you, you. you. You're walking down the hallway and someone passes you and you think, oh my God, they're after me. Like you have like paranoid, you know. Right. When I had my steroid psychosis, whenever I heard a plane, I freak out like, oh my gosh, like somebody's here. Like, and it was something totally out of like the weird, but it, you know, it's just the hallucinating that just came with it. Um, or I thought my husband was going to kill me. He's just sitting on the couch, like passed out. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's like in your head, you're thinking that. So it's not, you know, I don't think that you you can't say that she wasn't hallucinating Mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah. I don't think it was drugs. I think she was hallucinating in the Mm -hmm. elevator and thought maybe somebody was following her or is freaking out. And yeah, there's still a lot of stuff that doesn't add up, but that's the most plausible just because how little medication she had in her system and that's one of the side effects is the hallucinations and everything. Right. And her weird behavior following up to when she disappeared. Exactly. But like I don't want to go as far as saying it was accidental only because when you look at it you had to have had some help. Mm Mm-hmm. Or some, you know, because if you need a ladder to get up there, if she was carried, like you were saying, could you really pick up that scent if Mm -hmm. she's not touching anything? Uh So who's not to say that she was hallucinating and maybe just pushed buttons on somebody and... Someone took advantage of her because of the state that she was in. Right. Which could have happened, and yeah. that would explain why there was no elevator left up, or mm-hmm. once you hoist the lid open, are you going to really, like, go and close it and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Like, because we know she can't, yeah. and if it was just her just trying to climb up and go swimming because she's hallucinating or something like that, there would be, like, a ladder, mm-hmm. and then he could go up there and he can, like, look, but I think he had to grab the ladder to climb up there because he looked up and he's like, oh, that's crazy, I should check it out. And then climb up there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just so freaking weird. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe, just maybe, she might have been murdered. But I definitely think in the video she was hallucinating. Because mm-hmm. like I said, when she comes in and she's just like grabbing her head. Like she knew she knew things weren't wrong. going right. Yeah. But she couldn't get it to stop. Yeah. And she has disappeared before. Yeah. And hallucinated. So we know that she had hallucinations. And then, I don't know if it was a copycat. I guess I can't really say that. But that's interesting. Mm -hmm. To think just maybe. But I do think she had to have had some assistance Mm -hmm. of some degree. Yeah. And the fact that her clothes were found in a totally separate area Mm -hmm. of the hotel that she probably didn't even go down. Right. Because, like, why would you go down to the basement just to get undressed, to climb all the way back up, to hoist the ladder up to a tank uh-huh. and then have to lift this heavy lid, which probably took a, would take a lot out of you. Yeah. Not saying would, it can't be done. Yeah, she was a small girl, so. But you'd have it to put in probably, a lot of effort. Yeah, it was probably quite the quite the feat trying to get that hatch open. Yeah, and then what? Like, move the ladder somewhere else once you're up there or, like, kick it down or I don't know and then just, like, jump in and... Know. Yeah, maybe it fell over. Drown? Maybe it fell over after That's she That's a possibility. But then when did they pick up the scent? True. I don't know. Maybe yeah. had they not fucked up the rape kit. Right. We'd know more. Right. Because then it could be a definite, kind of a definite, because either there would be different DNA or not. Right. I think, now that I'm playing it in my head... I'm thinking that she may have met somebody in the window, hallucinating, kind of freaking out. She really didn't know what was going on. Mm. And maybe he, like, conked her on the head or something. I don't know. But or, like, lured her out somehow or, like, tricked her because he was a bad guy anyway because 
seedy people hang out at the Cecil Hotel. It's been the whole entire history of the hotel is weird. So there are weird bad people there that are show up there. Bad people that go there. Two serial killers were there. I talked about it. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? And carried her up the fire escape, which is probably why there was no scent, no scent on the roof, and hoisted her up a ladder, and that yeah. was that. Mm-hmm. Or she just pissed off one of her roommates so bad where they're just like, that's that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was happy after watching the documentary because I kind of got an idea, but then there was stuff in here that wasn't mentioned, and then now I think about it, I'm like, but how? Nothing adds up except for the fact that she was just found in a water tank. Mm-hmm. Nothing else adds up. And you read all the theories and you're like, well, it could be. It could be. Who knows? Yeah. Like, they all feel like they can make sense to a degree. So I'm yeah. like, I don't know. There's no clear line. There's not. So now I'm mad again. This one makes me mad. <laughs> but that's all I have on Elisa Lamb. I went down a rabbit hole, man. Yeah. I had fun with this one. This one's crazy. Yeah. Poor girl. Definitely. I've been slacking. I have to start H.H. Holmes. We don't have to work on Monday, so maybe I'll make it a research day. No, that'd be fun. I need to... I want to... Because there's some theories that I want to talk about, too, about him. So I'm going to have to get to work. It'll be fun. Excited. So that was the doozy case of Elisa Lamb. And I feel like I'm back to square one. Yep. And I just don't know anymore. No one will ever know. The dead don't talk. Thank you. Yep, that's it. That's it. And then H.H. Good job, Crystal. Thank you. High five. That was good. You did good. I was proud of that one. Mm -hmm. That one was like my best work. Yep. (laughs) You did great. See, the more you do it, the more research techniques you learn so right. you get better mm-hmm. but I love that one and it was like an hour long that was what I was shooting for it was like perfect time well 57 minutes that's perfect time man right and so I was stayed, able to talk about the whole damn thing stayed on track good job yeah oh and there was one thing I didn't mention it um it's kind of messed up that her brothers like wrote a screenplay about her death and tried to sell it to like Hollywood <laughs> to make a movie. Are you serious? Oh my god. Yeah, they ended up retracting it when people were like, "Why would you do that to your sister?" Right. Like that's kind of fucked up. Right. Cuz usually usually people approach the family about it and the family is like, "No, fuck off." Like yeah. So why when your would own you... family's like this one is based off our sister's mysterious death and that's, we wrote it ourselves. That's messed up. Hollywood. That's messed up. We want Brad Pitt to be in this one. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> I'd haunt you like as it goes. I'd be like, how dare you for one sell my life like that? My death too. Like, if you're not going to have a good actress to play me, then I don't even want it in in the movies. No. So don't. That was... I did read that. And I was like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. That'd be like me writing a screenplay about Jack and just being like, hey, hey Hollywood. <laughs> like, that's so messed up. That's, yeah. But I did read that. And then I, I think that was the only, like, really crazy thing. Other than that, it was just a bunch of documentaries that have it. Um like freaking TV shows that have done similar things after her death and stuff but yeah so I wanted to mention that Mm -hmm. before we called it a day I (laughs) can't believe that oh my gosh (laughs) that's such a fucked up thing to do (laughs) they made their parents very happy oh I would be so furious like don't do that that's so rude Maybe in a weird, sick way, they thought they were like honoring her. I'm sure. I'm so, sure they so didn't like, do it like people would forget about her story. But I mean, come on, it's still not a good idea. Yeah, you could honor her a different way. Yeah, like maybe do or tell the truth, make your own documentary about it, but don't like 
Documentary is one thing, yeah. but going to Hollywood with a script. Yeah. It's like, hey, we want you to make a movie out of this. Oh, I finished Elephant Man. Did? Yeah. <laughs> so now that we're done with that, I just have to say, because I was so mad. So I was telling Christina about this while we were at work. <laughs> but I wanted to watch The Elephant Man, the one from David Lynch. Mm-hmm. And because I heard the case and I, you know, know about him. So I was like, I've never actually seen the movie. Like, why don't I just watch the movie? And I'm watching it. I'm in my feels and it's all sad. And I'm like, this poor guy was just so mistreated. He just wanted to be normal and everything like that. And it gets right to the end of the movie. And maybe like, what, a minute left? And I'm like, oh, this is it, right? He's taking the pillows off his bed. Because if you don't know, he died sleeping how he shouldn't have been sleeping. But I'm sure everybody knows Elephant Man. But he starts taking the pillows off, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is it. This is where he's going to try to be normal. (laughs) And then he goes to sit on the bed, and then starts to lay down like this, and our internet crashed. Our entire internet crashed. There was a huge outage in this area. And so, I like, right at the part. Right at the part. I'm getting ready to cry. <laughs> I'm like, this is it. This is horrible. And it just shuts down. That's always the worst. We're I like, was so bad. <laughs> and then we find out it wasn't going to be up until 4.30 in the morning. I was like, well, there goes that. Like, now I can't. <laughs> and then, so, the next day, Richard's like, well, why don't we finish the movie? And I kid you not, there was maybe, like, hmm. 40 seconds left of the movie with four th- <laughs> before our internet crashed. And I was so mad. Like, 40 freaking seconds. It couldn't hold out just a little bit longer so I could finish it. And then at this time, I'm not in my feels anymore because I already know what the fuck's going to happen. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it. Finally, he lays down, he goes to sleep, and he has, like, kind of this little dream or whatever where he sees his mom and goes into the light. And I'm like... I literally had 40 seconds left of this shit. <laughs> You're gonna like shut off on me? Oh, I was so mad. So mad. But I finally finished Elephant Man. <laughs> so stupid. It was so bad. Alrighty, I think we're done for the day. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Corner Convos, Instagram at Corner Convos Podcast. We got a Gmail if you want to email us. CornerConvospodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think happened to Elisa Lane. I know. What's your theory after hearing all this? Ooh. And put your input about what we should do for our one-year anniversary. Ooh, I can't wait. That's I was thinking one. about that the other day. I was I like, know. we need to plan something. We'll, we'll we need to get it going. We'll, we'll need to get some going before I leave. Yes. Yes. Definitely need to do a live. That'll be fun. Yeah. So follow us on Facebook. It'll probably be Facebook. That's easy. Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. So that way you guys could tune in to our anniversary special uh, next month. Shoot. We got planning to do like now. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like next month. Oh, why? <laughs> it's getting crazy. <laughs> All righty. And we will see you guys next week for HH Homes. Mm. I'm excited. I know that. So horrible. I'm going to tell you a horrible story. <laughs> After this case. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>